Angie and Janelle podcast, your daily mood booster. Ottawa's Move 100. Hello, Tuesday. Good morning, Angie. Good morning, Janelle. Morning. Good morning. Morning to all those of you listening to us on the iHeartRadio app, on your smart speaker, and driving in on the old car radio. Today is National Bald is Beautiful Day, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I'm talking about uh, Bruce Willis. (laughs) But wait, Bruce Willis, The Rock, Jason Statham, and myself. I love how you group yourself with those dudes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm I'm around the same age. Makes Mm. sense. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Was there anything in particular you wanted to share about that then? (laughs) I'd like to talk about bald men and how attractive they are. (laughs) Are you uh, happier bald than you were with hair? Yes, 100%. Although I I don't like having to shave it down every two days, uh, it's fine. It's much easier. Like when you're in the shower, you don't have to spend time in your hair. It's less maintenance, yeah. Yes, yes, less maintenance, big time. But were you always happier with bald hair? Not initially. It took a while. Like, how long did it take you to get comfortable in your baldness? <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably about six months. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's not as long as I would have thought it might take. Okay. But not all men have, like, the right sh- right shaped head. Like, I've got a perfect size head. Perfect sized head. Yeah. Shaped, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> I don't think Adam could ever go bald. He's got a really weird shaped head. Does he? How do he- you know what's under there? Well, because like he, when he cuts, when I first met him, he, his hair was like really like shaved down to the wood because he was um, in the military and that's how short he kept it. And okay, right. he just has like, I don't know. It's not. Does he have dents? <laughs> he does. He has a dent on the top of his head mm-hmm. and then it just gets like wider after his ears. Like, <laughs> so he's like mega mind. That's like <laughs> mega mind. He a little is and he 100 gets it from his dad and his family makes fun of him for it they're like yeah you got your dad's melon <laughs> it's funny head. because with my husband his father and his younger brother both are pretty much you know all of it gone oh, they, really? have, they have a little bit around the sides right. but both are like and so i can kind of see what he'll look like as an older man but like also how he would look now because his brother's younger than him but lost his hair at a very early age oh well then maybe he's in the clear so but adam has a ton of hair so i don't know what happened there with you got the mom gene or whatever but well, adam's yeah. a freak of nature too like in he's what just way? a superhuman his body like, <laughs> he, he doesn't look like an average person <laughs> okay uh yeah so he just got lucky there but i could see how he would look i think it's a i think he like his brother and his dad rock it pretty good too but most importantly how do you guys think i look shiny <laughs> from, from your, our vantage point right now you have like a spotlight that's like right over your head Radiating so it always head. looks like your yeah. head is right in the sun yeah <laughs> like you're enjoying some beach time in the basement when you think useless think of still hey everybody welcome welcome it's stuntman stew's useless fact of the day on move 100 all right everybody gather around for the mind-blowing useless fact this time about whales you're familiar with the whale? Yes. Uh, the call of the humpback whale is louder than a Concorde jet and can be heard up to 800 kilometers away. Jeez. Jeez, I believe it. They're big. Mm-hmm. But wow. that, the fact that you can hear that almost 1,000 kilometers away, that's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. The echoes of the ocean. That is cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that mm-hmm. is pretty wild. Okay, what are you going to give that today? Um, I think I'll give it an eight. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. thank you very much. That's pretty crazy. 
Well, it's a whale fact, so I'll always give it a, like a nine. <laughs> I mean, thank you very much. Me and whales. Like, what sound would that make? I mean, like, like a, it, it probably echoes a lot in the water, too, or mm-hmm. I, don't, yeah. I don't really know. All kinds of echolocation going on yeah. down there with mm-hmm. all the animals. Very cool. All right. Well, send in your scores. Text them in to 10 on a scale of 1 to 10. What you think of the useless fact of the day today with your And don't handle. forget to give yourself yeah, a funny little creative handle. Uh, from Bitterman and his wife, Bitterman says, it's a whale of a fact, and I give you an 8, and the wife gives it a 10. Well, there you go. From Bitterman, Thank even. Thank you very much. Mm. Uh, 9.5 out of 10 uh, from Hall of Famer, Dump Truck Mike. Uh, we've got Hall of Famer Boss Traveler. That is a well-known fact, Stu. I can give you a seven this morning. Uh, Stuart's number one favorite fan. His neurotic mama gives him a ten. That's a really good Google. <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, Hall of Famer's Ghost Rider and his dad, Pierre the Dehydrated Frenchman. Lucky they aren't close to Ottawa. Bylaw's phone oh, yeah. <laughs> would be ringing off the hook <laughs> in the Glebe. I'll give you a ten on that this morning. Uh, i give you a ten for that. That's funny. Uh, Sleepy Lee's ten plus. Glad I woke up early. Okay, glad she's woken up today. Wow, (laughs) she wanted to sleep in yesterday. (laughs) The Country Bumpkins give it a 10 this morning, and they say they would want to be, they wouldn't want to be her kid getting yelled at. Oh, Oh, yeah. Imagine imagine that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, 10, I love whales. I went whale watching in BC once. Makes me so happy from Sharon the Tired. Mm. Uh, Dad's Little Finlander says blue whales, um, their call changes the water pressure enough that it could kill a person. Oh, what you want? You don't want to be that close to a whale. Oh my gosh! Yeah, like that's that's scary. Holy, okay. the vibrations. Yeah. Move mornings with stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move One Hundred. What's trending? Well, it was Emmy night last night, and some big winners stepped in front, like Ted Lasso in the comedy category, winning for both show and, of course, for Jason Sudeikis as Ted Lasso. Uh, So that was a big win for them. Succession had a big night, too. They won Best Drama, beating out Squid Game. They were trying to get their first. Uh, Oh, Succession is such a great show. Mm -hmm. Uh, White Lotus was another big winner of the night. Jennifer Coolidge had a very funny moment. We'll recap that coming up a little bit later in the 7 o'clock hour, but Cheryl Lee Ralph had everybody talking because she, in that Ted Lasso category where the two main um, characters from that show were nominated, she came out as the winner in the forefront for a show called Abbott Elementary. Haven't seen it. Haven't heard of it. Myself. And she had probably the best acceptance speech of the night. To anyone who has ever had a dream and thought your dream wasn't, wouldn't, couldn't come true, I am here to tell you that this is what believing looks like. This is what striving looks like. And don't you ever, ever give up on you because if you get a Quinta Brunson in your corner, if you get a husband like mine in your corner, if you get children like mine in your corner, and if you've got friends like everybody who voted for me, cheered for me, love me, thank you. Thank you. 
I'd run through fire for that woman. (laughs) That was amazing. So yesterday, a funeral procession for the Queen turned a bit ugly when a heckler in the audience was directing some choice insults at Prince Andrew. He, of course, was part of the procession with his siblings walking behind his mother's casket. And there was a voice that was emanating from the crowd very loudly, heard yelling at him, Andrew, you're a sick old man. You're disgusting. So police were able to locate him, and it was all caught on camera. They took him out of the crowd, ended up having to pin him to the ground. He was arrested for breach of peace. Not the only one arrested for breach of peace. There were some people in the crowd holding some inappropriate signs and things like that, but... Some tense moments, you could say. Uh, And surprisingly enough, for, I mean, I guess a lot of people were surprised, Queen Elizabeth um, loved her dogs. We know that. She bred corgis. She loved them. She cared for them for decades. Two corgis remain now, so they obviously need a new home. And they have been placed with Prince Andrew. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. He and his ex-wife, Sarah Ferguson, the Duchess of York, uh, even though they've been divorced since 96, they both still live on the Windsor Estate at Royal Lodge. What? Yeah, they both still live there, uh, even though, well, probably not in the same, like, residence, but still on the same estate. I'll just keep living this rich so, yeah. I Why guess wouldn't she, you? She and the queen went dog walking a lot, and they bonded over, you know, dogs and horses, and they uh, they have adopted her, her corgis. So the divorced couple, the, the uh, controversial, most controversial member of the family yeah. gets the dogs. Uh, interesting. It is interesting. And that's what's trending. Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle. Ottawa's Move 100. TikTok has brought us things like the Tide Pod Challenge, the oh, Milk God. Crate Challenge. <laughs> And many others where are just like getting people to do idiotic things and yes. bad behavior. This one, though, is actually a really great trend that we can all get behind because it's teaching people how to budget the latest TikTok trend. And it's called cash stuffing. <laughs> well, this is very important right now for a lot of people. It really is. And it is a very basic concept. It's not really new, but basically they are telling young people, you got to get back on like a cash diet is what I like to call it. You got to pull out all of your funds for the month in cash and then you've got to organize it accordingly so people have these nice little tiny like wallet sized binders with clear little plastic like envelope type things and then you can like zip your money into there and zip it closed so your groceries will go in there your your gas money your rent your you know whatever your categories are for your budgeting and then that way you know that's how much money you have to spend and you can't just keep swiping okay well that's the thing (laughs) is like they are in such a digital age they've got their apple wallets they've got their you know debit cards and the real problem with young people i mean you kind of learn it as you get older you learn it through trial and error and through going into debt but um but they don't really know yet that they you know the more they swipe the more you know mindless that becomes until it's too late and you're in some trouble because it's like something as simple as like oh i'm gonna go grabbing my starbucks for today Mm -hmm. and then you you don't even realize how much that might cost you throughout the entire week whereas if you have a coffee budget built in you can only 
only use cash for it, mm-hmm. you're going to realize you're going to run out of money pretty quick. I did I, this I, with my daughter, actually, because she, at her work, she kept buying lunch at her work. Oh. Yeah. And I was oh. like, bring lunch from home, girl. And I went through her account and I added up every single lunch she bought while she was at work. And I showed her how much money she spent. And she was like, oh. Yeah. And I was like, that's how it adds up over the month. Like, bring yeah. yourself a damn sandwich from I, home. Yeah, you're like, yeah. I am buying you food at home. Just make it. Yeah. The convenience of Uber Eats, like with my daughter, I did the same thing. I said, you realize how much money you spent on Uber Eats this summer? But your it, daughter spends it in a way I've never yes, seen before. I know. <laughs> and we, we've taken that away from her. <laughs> She'll like Uber eat like what? A chocolate, a chocolate bar? bar? Yeah. She Uber eated uh, uh, corn to the house from Loblaws. Corn? She, wa- she wanted corn and <laughs> didn't want to ask me. So I said... The doorbell rings. Why is there corn at the front door? Isabella? Like cobs of corn. Cobs of corn. How many? A uh, package of eight. <laughs> I said, you realize how much this cost? Oh, my $14 for corn. Yeah. Don't ca- ever do that again. <laughs> the cash stuffing thing, though, I mean, it's like it's a it's good that TikTok's bringing it around and teaching it to young people. But this is like the OG. Like, this is what my mom used to do way back when growing up. Like, we had a big buffet in our in our dining room mm-hmm. that had like all these drawers and she had envelopes in there and they were all labeled groceries, this, that, whatever, like all of our expenses. And I would watch her take the envelope out. That was for groceries. We would go to the store. She had that little clicker thing that would add up. She'd be calculating it like, all. <laughs> not a calculator. It was like a <laughs> clicker that you push the buttons down and it would like add it up as we go. And if she reached the m- amount on the clicker that was in the envelope, we got nothing else. We got yeah. nothing else yeah. in that basket because she that never spent more than was in that envelope. And I like I learned a lot of really great tips from her, but my parents were super frugal that way. Not that we couldn't mm-hmm. afford it, but they just reined it in. Well, they're you know they're being smart and thinking about their future, thinking mm-hmm. about like you know those emergency expenses. Yeah, that people totally forget to factor into their budget. Yeah, trying to explain a budget to a child though isn't always easy. You have, is, the, yeah. you have the best intentions, but they don't see the big picture. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. It's true. Sometimes you have to like really uh, kind of help them by taking matters into yours and their own hands (laughs) and what I mean by that the thing that we have done with my daughter has meant that in a very short period of time she saved herself ten thousand dollars wow so I'll tell you what we did with her coming up next Angie is about to blow our minds with how she helped her daughter save ten thousand dollars in a short amount of time Parents, you're going to want to hear this, but you have also been sharing with us a lot of really great budgeting tips, hacks, things that you've done, ways that you've taught your kids as well to learn how to budget. Mm-hmm. So Leslie had a really good one. And this is like, if you're planning a family vacation, those are not cheap. No. And, you know, having to pay for that all at once sometimes can be a little bit overwhelming, especially when you're taking a family vacation to Disney, <laughs> the happiest, most expensive place on earth. So when they were planning their family vacation, what she did was leading up to it, she bought a $50 Visa gift card every time she bought groceries for a year. So think about that. Like maybe, maybe like twice a month. Like if you're shopping bi-weekly or even weekly, I don't know. Weekly, yeah. Buying a fifty dollars gift card, socking that away. So at the end, you have all these gift cards to spend in Disney, but you kind of like didn't see it coming. Yeah, that's the best way to budget. 
Like right now I have a bunch of money come off of my paycheck and I live off of what I actually take home and I forget about the rest because I'm like, no, 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 that just like a mad automatically goes into savings. So mm-hmm. if you can do it where you're just forgetting about that cash that you didn't even think you had in the first place, like that's the way to do it. Dee has a really excellent way to, you know, kind of get kids on board with budgeting and she just says encourage them to thri- go to thrift stores instead of buying new. Saves a ton of money and, you know, gives things a new life. It's eco-friendly as well. And she says, if you can manage to do this too, go and put away the difference of what it would have cost new. So say like a new hoodie could cost you, I don't know, 80 bucks. (laughs) Or like 120, depending on the brand. And at the thrift store, you can get it for, you know, under 20, put away the difference. And then you actually have like a bunch of savings too. If you can do it that way, if not, just go to the thrift store and do your shopping there. But you also have to lead by example. Like I don't buy new clothes anymore. I buy my clothes at, at either Costco, Costco or Winners. <laughs> well, my, so will your kids new? do that as well? Uh, not yet, but my son is realizing that. He, he's got his expensive clothes, yeah. but he see, he's like, Dad, why aren't you buying a new hoodie? I'm like, I'm not spending 100 bucks on a hoodie. Are you crazy? Yeah. I love how you say you don't buy new anymore. You you buy all well, of Well, I clothes. buy. <laughs> you, know, you don't step foot in a thrift store. No, no. I, no, no. I'm not in a thrift store. I go to the Winners where it's like 25 bucks or Costco. It's 20 bucks. It's right. new clothes, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you don't buy like top of the brand, like everything. Like, top name, Listen, yeah. They make the same brands. They just make it cheaper. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, because, like, for example, you for a time, you love your athletic wear. You for a time were on the, the men's Lululemon wear. I remember uh, and, you, you having a... And I still buy it, but I wait for the 30% off. Yeah. But you still were active wear, but now yeah. you buy it at Costco. Yeah. <laughs> you 20 bucks. How can you go wrong? You're getting smarter as you get older, too. Yes. <laughs> so this thing that we did with my daughter, it's really not riveting or groundbreaking. It's actually just taking a page from The Wealthy Barber, essentially. So... I mean, the wealthy barber is like forever been giving people financial advice, writing books about it, doing interviews about it. But uh, the wealthy barber's advice is every paycheck you earn, pay yourself first. Yes. Now, whatever that is, if it's just 5%, if it's 10%, mm-hmm. you take that away. You pay yourself first before you pay any other bills. And if you do that first instead of last then you're not going to miss it. Yeah, for sure. And whether you're putting that away from an early age for retirement, whether you're putting it away, you know, just for something big that's coming up, once you just see how much that grows, it's like pretty overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you do make more money, you can up that, you know, as you as you can. So we kind of took that approach with my daughter. So from the day she got a bank account and a job, we had one checking account and one savings account. Mm -hmm. She has her debit card for her checking account, but the savings account she never touches. It's nothing she can withdraw from. But 50%, because she doesn't have bills and mortgage and expenses, (laughs) so we can go that high. But 50% of that paycheck starts to go in or always goes into that savings account. So she doesn't even see it. She doesn't think about it. She doesn't touch it. It just goes. She can spend the other 50 on what she wants for her life. But um, the what we found was she was getting so motivated seeing that savings account growing. She on her own started putting in like 60, 70, oh. 80. She started like peeling back the layers of what she was spending so she could put more into that savings account. She got addicted. Smart girl. Yeah. So in a very short period of time, she has $10,000 saved. 
And whether that's going to be something she continue, I think she'll continue to. It was going to be for a car, but she's decided with <laughs> now is not the time for her to have a car because <laughs> she wouldn't be able to work enough to keep the gas in it. Yeah. But um, you know, so she can decide though, like what that's going to be in the future. Maybe one day it'll grow to be a down payment for a house. Like yeah, yeah. Who knows? Yeah. we know our young people are <laughs> in a mess. A lot of cash for <laughs> <that>. <laughs> you know, so but yeah, like she she brags about it. She's like, yeah, me and my 10 grand you know so she she got bitten by the bug because we you know started on that early like it was never a question sorry but that's a great lesson yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so anyway she she loves it now but uh it uh it's a really really good tip wealthy barber pay yourself first whatever amount you can move mornings with stuntman Stu, angie and janelle on move 100 what's trending well, it was nice Emmy night last night. A lot of great looks on the red carpet. A lot of great shows being rewarded, and a lot of great ideas for new shows to get on board with. Because some of the front runners, um, maybe you haven't even watched yet. So Ted Lasso walked away with a lot of the comedy category for Jason Sudeikis um, in that role and for that show. Uh, another big one was Succession last night. Obviously, it went into the night with the most nominations. Uh, but it did win Best Drama. A lot of the actors won as well. But one of the uh, ones that is kind of on my radar now, because it won the most awards last night, is White Lotus. Yeah, I had seen this, and I don't know anything about this show, but I had no interest in watching it, but now I do. It's on Crave. (laughs) Do you watch it, Stu? I don't. No. So it uh, won for the show. A lot of its cast members won for their specific roles. One of them being Jennifer Coolidge. So many of you will know that name and she oh, will yeah. know her as Stifler's mom. Yeah. <laughs> yep. From the American Pie movies, of course, from Legally Blonde as well. She is a super funny woman, but this was her first Emmy and even though she got up on stage and was a little discombobulated, by the time they start to try to play her off with the music, she was just like not having it. She was going to have her moment. And my sister is here tonight. And wait, hold on one thing. Wait, hold on. Wait, hold on. Okay. She just starts dancing. <laughs> she just starts dancing. So she's trying to get through all the names on her piece of paper. And then finally, she just succumbs to the music and just starts dancing a jig on the stage. People loved it. She is hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Very good to see her win something. She's had so many roles over the years. So Kellogg's is hoping that you're going to start taking your cereal to go. And they have released the Kellogg's Insta Bowls. So imagine like your cup of soup. Yeah. Or like your ramen, you know? Yeah. So you just add water. Uh Uh-uh. In my cereal? Hang on now. So you add water. Now this is what they're telling us will happen when you add water to your Kellogg's Insta Bowl. The water will activate the powdered milk and will turn the instant milk into real milk after a quick stir. (laughs) What? No, absolutely not. So it comes in a bowl. So they're like, people are busy these days. This is an easy solution. So you can have a, quote, anytime cereal break. So you can bring your favorite Kellogg cereal with you on the road, and you don't have to worry about the milk, the dishes, or the cleanup. No. Powdered things don't mix well with cold water. No. That's disgusting. It's going to have to be hot now. I mean, porridge. Like, what's happening? No. Everybody's eating cereal on the go. You need to sit down to eat cereal. Powdered Uh, things in general, like powdered... 
potatoes, like those no. mashed potatoes. No. Oh, I actually like those a no, lot. No, you do? I'm no. a big fan of those. Oh, really? God. I worked up yeah. at a summer camp, and I had to make those powdered <laughs> potatoes like once a week, every week, in a big, huge like cauldron. Oh, I used to steal packages of powdered potatoes from my parents when I went oh, home. Oh, God. I never want to see another powdered potato. <laughs> and that's what's trending, brought to you by the Donnelly Automotive Group. It's time. Are you ready? Word Wars on Move 100. All right, all right, all right. Janelle, who's made the cut? On the line this morning, we have Donald and Janet. And Janet will play first with Angie since do you won yesterday. Okay. Janet, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Good. Thank you. Good. Good. All right. So we get first choice of categories. We'll tell you what they are and you decide. All right. Okay. So thank you to Kathy Landry who sent in our categories this morning. You have either time or date. Hmm. Time or what? Date. The time or the date? Um, let's do time. Time. Okay. All right. Here we go. Not a second, but a little longer. Just a minute. Yep. Back to the what movie? Future. Yes. Uh, the clock says. When? What does the clock say? You know when the thing goes. Yes. Good. Uh, what did I just say? The, the clock. Yes. Good. Um, and January, February, March. Those are months. Yeah. And when you're going on vacation, you are uh, what the world? You're going to what the world? Travel world. Yes. Good. Yeah. Uh, oh, right. Very good. Yeah, great. That was good. You got six. Good job, Janet. Okay, hang Thanks. on the line, and we'll go to Donald. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, Donald. Is it your birthday today? It is. Happy birthday, Donald. Thank How'd you, you know birthday. that? Because I'm we, like... <laughs> we wished him a happy birthday around yeah. 7.45. Oh, yes. oh, because Stu did the birthday wish. Okay, yes. yeah. There we go. All right, uh, the category is date. All right, yes. that three, two, one. You and your wife make a beautiful what? Couple. Yes, and you're going... Another word for supper is... Dinner. Yes, and you're looking at your schedule. Uh, it's it's what on the on the wall. It's your uh, looking at the schedule on the wall. What is it called? Twelve months out of the year. Uh, oh, month calendar. Yes, and uh, oh, it's uh, Christmas is a great uh, Christmas. Uh, St. Valentine's Day, Halloween is what? Holidays. Yes, and you're celebrating your black. Oh, you're oh. so close. <laughs> Not enough. Sorry, Donald. We couldn't give it to you for your birthday, but <laughs> play <laughs> we hope again. You have a great day. Yeah. Yes. Man. All I right. It's going to be Janet today. Congratulations, Janet. Thank you. All right. Tell her what she's won. You're off to the movie theater. We've got a pair of passes and treats for two to Landmark Cinemas for you. Tickets and showtimes at landmarkcinemas.com. That's great. Enjoy. Have a great day. Ottawa's Move 100. Would you eat at a restaurant whose slogan is, we hate good service, rated number one by us? Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. 
Well, this place is called Karen's Diner, and it is a uh, pop-up diner that has been traveling around the world that is guaranteed to give you the rudest service on the planet. I really wanted to come here. I just want to go and experience it. Uh, it's been to Toronto, so, I mean, there's a good chance that maybe we'll get it eventually. But they promise that you will be served by some of the rudest waiters in the biz. Any complaints will be met with a ton of sass and bad attitude back. If you're really unlucky, the manager, who is the most Karen Karen ever, might even show up. Uh, yeah, so they basically insult you. If I was to open a restaurant, this would be the perfect opportunity to open a restaurant. <laughs> be the style you'd want to go for. Yes. But people flock to these pop-ups every single city they open in. Well, I mean, I got to tell you, it looks like they actually make pretty good, like, diner food, milkshakes and burgers mm. and fries and all of that. So they do actually serve good food. Yeah. But how cool. Like, I mean, why wouldn't you want to have this experience where y- you are encouraged to be rude back? I mean, we don't get to do this kind of stuff. <laughs> it's like role play. It's It sounds like a lot of fun to go to. Yeah. Like, they show some videos of, like, them in action, and they'll just come up to their table and they'll be like, what do you want? <laughs> and then they're like, this one guy, they put a paper bag over his head. It says, I haven't showered in three days. <laughs> it's like making fun of them. Like, they should open this restaurant in the Glebe. Oh, oh boy, that would go over well. And keep it open past 11. Yeah. <laughs> Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Well, he's one of the most infamous criminals in history, and many, most of you, remember the name well. Mark David Chapman, the man who shot and killed Beatle John Lennon. Uh, Len- I was going to say John Legend. No, John no. Lennon in 1980 has been denied parole for the 12th time. Just Good. get up already. Stop trying. So at his hearing, he's admitting that he, uh, the killing of Lennon was, quote, despicable. And then he added, quote, I assassinated him because he was very... Very, very, very famous. And that's the only reason, because I was very, 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 very much seeking self-glory. I was very selfish. That was his statement at his hearing. Are you serious? (laughs) Yeah. That many varies. Uh, Denied. So he is once again up for parole uh, at another hearing in 2024. People are like, just what? Yeah. Yeah. I'm very, 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 very sorry. Can I please get out there? No. No. So you may be surprised when I tell you what new words have officially been added to the Merriam-Webster Dictionary. What is happening to our language, for real? Oh, gosh. It just reads like a text from your teenagers now. Uh... (laughs) So these are some of the words that you will now find in the dictionary. And if you have a teenager, you know the word sus. Yep. That's so sus. It's so funny what? you say teenager. My fiance uses that word all the time. Oh, my kids. Actually, my husband does too, <laughs> to be honest. Like teenagers use it. So it's like slang for suspect. Like that's suspicious. That's oh. suspect. Yeah. That's sus. Uh, another word that's been added, cringe. Mm, yeah, okay. That's so embarrassing. It's so awkward. Okay. Uh, another word that's been added is look, but. L-E-W-K. Oh, come on. Yeah. What does that That's mean? That's just bad spelling. Like when you're talking about your outfit, you're like, do you like my look? It's oh, L-E-W-K. Okay. That's what you see like Instagram <gasps> influencers, right? Oh, and stuff. no. Yeah. That's bad. Another word that's been added is yeet. Uh, I kind of like that one. That one's fun to use every once when in a while. When you eat something into the sun <laughs> and throw it with extreme force. Uh, no surprise here. Shrinkflation has been added. Yes. This is mm. how they're trying to pull the wool over our eyes and mm. they're putting less in the box and charging us the same price. Yeah. Uh, pumpkin spice. Really? Has been added to the dictionary. 
Love it or hate it, it's in there now. It's a real thing. And this one surprises me because people have been using this for decades to describe everything DIY. To MacGyver something. MacGyver's not been in the dictionary? Nope. The proper name MacGyver is now in there as repairing something with what is conveniently on hand. Huh. Yeah, that should be there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what is oh, happening? Boy. What happened to my the son's, real English? My son taught me a word yesterday. Uh, you're so drip. N- you're not drip? Me, but, yeah, no, you're not me. Not, I don't think. No, not me. But when they are they got all the style, they're so drip. Yeah, your yeah. drip is like your chains yeah. or your jewelry or your watch or Ice. whatever. Yeah. Your, uh, your drip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, why do we know this? And that's what's trending brought to you by Defalco Wines for brewers and winemakers. Well, there's been several days of mourning and obviously holidays in the UK. Both New Zealand and Australia have declared that they're going to hold one time only national holiday to mark the occasion of the Queen's funeral. But here at home in Canada, it seems Canadians are still learning or waiting to learn if we're going to be marked a national holiday What's coming next Monday. <laughs> and the, the interesting thing is, is they say that they haven't made a decision on it yet. <laughs> like what? Well, it's like coming fast, guys. <laughs> the next Monday is like right around the corner. Exactly. I mean, for employers who are going to have to allow this to be a national holiday, wouldn't you think they'd want to know? And yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take it off anyways. So they're saying that the decision to make September 19th a national holiday for federally regulated industries mm-hmm. will is being considered among other options. And that decision will be made public soon, is the quote. <laughs> Soon. It's it's we'll let you know. Well, you're on a need Friday. to know basis. We'll, we'll let you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that means if it's a federal holiday, right? Some eighty five to ninety percent of Canadian workers would miss out on such a holiday unless the provinces too jumped on board. Yeah. I'm so, so. confused. Mm-hmm. Well, there's provincial holidays, federal holidays, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 I feel like isn't well what's Canada Day considered? Is it not a federal holiday? It's, an, it's, a, it's a national, national holiday. Oh. Yeah, national. Oh. So oh. that everybody gets that. But yeah, so I don't know. But they're considering the cost, right? <laughs> because, uh, you know, a lot of economists are saying that the cost of the economy of an extra stat holiday comes at a price, right? So, uh, you know, how much do we want to pay up to... Uh, offer our respects yeah. <laughs> i don't know but i mean we have a lot of other different activities and services and you know things that they're doing here in in ottawa oh, to yeah. recognize There's be it like a huge flyover mm-hmm. they're doing like our own little like funeral procession type thing here we've got our books that you can sign mm-hmm. i mean they're calling it though i mean in new zealand and australia have declared that they're doing this because they're calling it an educational opportunity right so yes. the hope but- that is that you know kids will understand and yeah, but anytime there's a holiday here, people don't understand why the holidays. No, like, yeah. yeah. It was always the argument about Remembrance Day, right? Yeah, because yeah. when they're in school, they actually do mark it and learn about it, etc. Yes. But would they on the same level when they're at home, right? No, they're out shopping. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, Well, what do you guys think? Do you think that we should have uh, a national holiday on Monday? I do only because she's on our money. I do for the one day. I mean, not moving forward every year, clearly, but to mark the day, I -hmm. think that, I mean, because she's our mom, like, we're part of that. Yeah, we're going to be a part of that. I mean, it's kind of interesting, you know, given our history and Governor General, everything else, that that we we Mm -hmm. wouldn't, being the home of all of that, Parliament and Governor General and everything here in Ottawa, but... 
I don't know. Do you, do I, you want a day off? Let us know at 10 zero thirty. Yeah. <laughs> we'll make it in. happen. Text in. Do you think it should be a holiday Monday or not? And give us the reasons why you're, you know, for or against that. We're curious to know where people are weighing in on this. You can give us a call as well. 750-1100 or text it in. 10 I got the feels. And it feels good. It's a feel-good moment to kick off your workday. Angie's All the Feels on Move 100. Well, this is a feel-good, super cute story. And a Toronto couple is proving that a wedding doesn't always have to be lavish to be unique and memorable. And they had their wedding at what they call an iconic location. They got married at the Cinnabon in the Dufferin Mall. <laughs> so Why? ultimately, Kate and Andy wanted the wedding to be a reflection of their dynamic together, which they say is they do not take anything too seriously. So the idea came from their friend, uh, who ended up being their efficient, who had always just wanted to conduct a wedding at the Dufferin Mall for some reason. Yeah. Uh, he says, well, I mean, the Dufferin Mall's tagline is the mall that has it all. <laughs> so they also made use of the mall's photo booth as their official wedding photographer that came in at the cheap price of five bucks. And for their wedding cake, they fed one another, uh, of course, Cinnabon bun and purchased the second one, which they froze and will feast on for their first anniversary. And while their wedding ceremony was taking place, even a little audience formed. A group of teenage boys were applauding. (laughs) Uh, But this couple lives in Little Italy in Toronto, and they said the Dufferin Mall is kind of like a central place in their lives. Uh, They'll always have a special moment when they pass the Cinnabon and when they smell Cinnabon they're going to remember how much they love each other so they're pretty happy with themselves. That's cute. (laughs) Smart. I mean, you know. It's affordable. It's your wedding. It is memorable too. Affordable and memorable. (laughs) That's all the feels on Move.